Ronnie, I want you to cast your mind back a little bit. Okay. We're going on a bit um, of a journey, are we? Go, yeah, we're going, on, we're going on a trip. You pack your boots, we're going down memory lane. So, uh, I want to talk about school lunches. Yeah, okay. We, we, we've touched upon this sort of stuff in the past. It's always a rich topic, food, because well, you and just, I have well, such varied experiences and opinions. I would also say that most people eat, I would say, generally speaking, have eaten at some point in their lives. Like, it's a very mm-hmm. universal experience. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a memory the other day of um, something, and I talked to Nikki about this, and it's a pretty universal thing in Ireland as well, that in primary school, I'm not sure if you had this, they would just shovel milk into you like nobody's business. I've heard about this. I, I always found it weird. Like, I, I would associate it with America, right? Yeah. Like, America's school lunch, they, oh, there's always a carton of milk with the stuff that they're getting well, on the we little segmented school, tray. Like, we didn't have a school, we didn't have school lunches in my school. We didn't have a cafeteria, right? Yeah, right. You brought your so own you bring, lunch. You bring a packed lunch. Yeah, but they would okay. give you, on Fridays, they had chocolate muffins. That was serious. Right. I'm, I'm in, serious. Oh, that sounds fantastic. That's a, I mean, that's a reason to get out of bed on a Friday. That's great. But I love that. Every day at 11 o'clock, whatever, you get a little carton of milk, right? And they would come in this big 24 pack of little juice carton sized cartons of milk with okay. a straw and stuff. Yeah. And they had an illustration on the front of a cow. Yes. And they had va- there were variants, right? There were different okay. cows. And then. Oh, right. So now there's a cow tier list instantly. Children are competitive about anything. Right? Of course. And I assume all the milk inside is the same, but the spotted cow is more desirable than the brown cow, whatever. Oh, no. it's much, The cows are doing different activities, Riley. So now we're, oh, in like, now we're in the like Call of Duty Perca-Cola <laughs> level, where the picture of the cow in the race car makes you run faster at break time. Of course it does. <laughs> and I went into Nikki to talk, and I was like, Nikki, did you have the same brand? Because you can go to schools mm. in different sides of the city, like quite far apart. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, did you have the same brand of like milk and she was like oh it was little cartons with like the cows on them and i was like yeah with like the, them doing different stuff and i was like yeah mm. and there's like the best cow everyone wanted she's like yeah and i was like yeah everybody wanted race car cow and she, race was, like, car cow. Yeah. she was like no everybody wanted leaning on a fence cow and i was like <laughs> why would you want why would leaning on a fence well, get to chill there, you out there, yeah there was a cow that was standing on two legs and he had his yeah. he, he was leaning on, on the fence uh, Dennis, guess, she she almost, almost certainly, certainly actually she. Yeah, <laughs> leaning on there had a, uh, a thing of straw in her mouth and a pair of sunglasses it was a cool cow just big chillin' cow. Big chill energy. I wanted book cow. Book because you're a nerd. Because you're an absolute int, nerd. Int bump. Int bump. Yes, of course. I'm trying yeah. to think. I think there was a cow in like a hot air balloon and stuff. But um, adventure cow. Adventure cow. So I remember when I was a kid because when um you'd have the, the obviously you'd have these cows and the and the milk and all that stuff was I had a whole zeitgeist around it. Mm. But there was also the milkman, really. The milkman. My milk is delicious. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Hang on one second. Well, the, Did the you milk had to be like brought the to the twenties. What are you talking about? I know. Well, come, right? come and leave a bottle on the door and, and shag your mum no, no. while your dad was away at work. What are you <laughs> In talking the school, about? Um, they'd have to get the milk brought around at break time, right? Yeah, that was the job of somebody in sixth class who got nominated oh. to be the milkman. And me and my right. friend Mark were the milkmen when I was in sixth class. Yes, highly coveted position. Yeah, Car- it was a cartel, dude. Yeah, you would you'd get out of class early to go deliver the milk. You'd vastly yep. overestimate how long it takes to deliver the milk. Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah, some cool, you know, kids in second. I remember you're like the mature kid. I, I thought I'm literally like 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, but you all like when you're in like grade one or two, grade sixes are like older than time itself. Yeah, you know, 100%. They, they've been around since before you, the birth of the universe. You think they drive yeah. to school. <laughs> like yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. They could sit down and, and say, ah, let me regale you of tales when I was a youngster three then, years course, ago, you know, yeah. Here's the thing, Riley. You hold a lot of power as the milkman. You decide who gets race car cow. 
that's exactly right <laughs> the kids come up and be like can i have race car candy? I'm like you're not allowed to pick i'm just gonna give you a random but then if you like the kid or yeah. in my case if that kid's mom was friends with your mom oh that's huge <laughs> that's huge if your mom is stopping for a chat in the supermarket with someone else's mom they're yeah. getting race car cow baby they're getting and they would get that would happen to me there were two girls who, whose dad worked at the same place my mom worked and they yeah. would get fiercely preferential treatment from they got the hookup they got the hookup they got the inside track how long were you <laughs> the milkman for the year oh what yeah there's no rotation I thought it would be a rotating position no. given, given the, you know, the strain, Dennis, given the, no. the, the heavy, heavy burden of responsibility. Let me tell you how there were six people in my class, yeah. uh, including me, and there was only two boys, and it was, it, this involved carrying a lot of milk. Sorry, back it up. There were six people total in your class? Yes. I went to a very small school. Is that a primary school? I, 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 refer to, I refer to my earlier question. Did you go to school in the 1920s in pastoral <laughs> Ireland? Yeah, I mean, the Irish education system is a lot to be desired, dude. No. Si- well, six, like, honestly, uh, from a, from a purely educational yeah. standpoint, actually, six children, is uh, that's a, a incredible. Like, you, mm, you want you small fifth, class sizes. Fifth and sixth class were in the same class with one teacher. What? How was your primary school so small? Uh, because my parents didn't want me to go to a overly religious school. Okay. Because uh, not, and okay. you live in Ireland. Yes. Okay. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> it was still a. It was still a. It was still. A, I think it was a Protestant school. I think it was still. A, it's still like affiliated with the church, but hmm. namely it was co-ed, and that was important to my parents. But there were only like six is very low. Oh yeah, no. Six, it, it, my, my class happened to be the smallest class in the school, but in average they were like fifteen or twenty. That's really there is. I have so many questions about the school just from a professional standpoint. Now, how are they fifteen, twenty in some years, and then you had to combine two years to make six? No, no. What? First and second class were always together. Third and oh, fourth so class were together. Fifth and sixth it, class. Oh, were it was composite all the way up. Okay, sure. Yeah, right. so that makes my class. Sixth class had six in it, so we were in a room with the sixth classes and the twenty or whatever fifth classes. And right. The would okay. Teach the fifth yes. Classes that makes okay. Sure. All right. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I was going to say because like. I was quite lucky at the school that I used to work at. I had like 20 kids. And, you know, back here in Australia, average class, I was like 28 or something. So I felt very lucky to have 20. But, oh, having six? Mm. But I remember my mom telling me that she'd heard from her colleague at work because mm. we'd gone on some class trip or whatever. And, like, they'd pair the, the five-year-olds up with the 11-year-olds. And be like, okay, everybody hold your buddy's hand and we'll walk mm. to the park or whatever, you know, school mm-hmm. stuff. And then that kid had gone home and told her dad, who told my mom that, Dad, we went to the park today. And she'd look around and go, and I got to hold hands with the milkman. Oh, I was Heisenberg in that school, yes. dude. It what was not no a, joke. Just, yeah, bits of white milk crust underneath your fingernails. It's uh, exactly. So I oh assume I assume they were shoveling like kangaroo cheese down your throats down under. Is that the? Well, I, I tell you, that we didn't. Can I, I, I've got I've got some milk questions for you. Actually, I got some milk related questions. Was the milk refrigerated? Yeah. Was it fresh milk? It was refrigerated. <laughs> I well, think fresh, it was fresh at one point, week, obviously. Maybe once a week, twice a week. So not. But like, you know. was it was it that long life, like heavily pasteurized? Oh no, no. We, sort of, that, that, I think that's just illegal in Ireland. We have we have we have fresh milk. Yeah. Okay, so it was it was it was fresh milk. You, okay. And how, and how big milk, was it? Yeah, UHF milk. That's it. Um, was it like were, were they little like juice box size servings? I would say right? two hundred mils to fifty mils. Maybe. Yeah, and you have to like poke poke the straw in the yeah, top to get like yeah, a little. Yeah, it's exactly. Cardboard. I can't like the the fact that you did it every day for a year. Yeah, hey, I'm like six, I'm six foot one and giant, dude. It's all that milk, dude. Pandemic. But that's a that's a that's a lot of like missed education. Do you think me and Mark weren't getting high off our own supply? 
pound in milk before we pass it out to the kitties in the staff yes, Dennis, room? I d- okay, Dennis, I don't think that milk... Ness- <laughs> what, what were you drinking? Brainy cow milk? Are you drinking book, book cow milk? Is that, do you I think that was a substitute for actual milks. learning? What I'm saying is, like, how long did it take you to deliver the milk? I'm going to say half an hour at least. It was probably... Yeah, and when school starts at nine and ends at two at that age, that's a large yeah. percentage of the day, huh? And that's what I'm saying. You missed an entire... Like, you missed 200 school days, 200... Like, you missed 100 hours of schooling. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, that's a lot, Dennis. I, I learned a lot of lessons doing that. That though you oh, learn you be- learn about yeah. supply and demand yeah <laughs> learn, yeah yeah you yeah. learn about preferential milk. treatment the yeah, the, the harsh realities yeah. of, of the real world yeah well <laughs> here's cool here's the uh, here's the cool cow welcome to the real world you have to go across the other ta- other side of town for the, and that, the other thing is like, the, the, the regional meta as well like people are yeah. disappointed if they're getting if they're getting big chill big chill cow but i went to a go, race car uh, cow school <laughs> Exactly, the other side of Dublin. All of a sudden, those ones are are all the rage, and everyone's one chill. Everyone's one big chill cow. I'm curious Dennis, to, hear, to hear from the listeners at home if other place like because there's no way this is just. I suppose it's not possible. It's unlikely that this is only an Irish thing, like the 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 different cows. Mm. I think I, I think it might be more universal. Certainly, in the UK, I would be surprised. I don't think it's reflective of reality, Dennis. I hate to break this to you. I don't think there are cows mm-hmm. that are going around driving race cars. Well, no, I mean, those are, you know, there's a little disclaimer that says, you know, performed by professionals. Do yeah, not paid actor, exactly. Yeah. Paid it's, actor, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a paid bovine actor. Dennis, the most coveted position at my school when it came to like chores and duties and that sort of stuff was the, uh, I don't know what it was called, actually. It was, it was basically like the, you would go and assist the janitorial staff for the day, right? Mm-hmm. But it was in year 10 and you only did it once. Right, you and someone else in your class would do it once for the entire year, right? So everybody did. Does that mean basically everybody did it once? Not. I don't think they even got through everyone. I went to a, okay, I, yeah, like right. there were like three hundred and something kids per school. Wait, hang on, about two hundred years. No, maybe they. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, because it was it was two kids, right? Hmm. And um, you didn't have to wear a uniform. It was oh, my school. My school also. I've never been to a uniform school. No, we all had to wear uniforms every yeah. day. But if you were doing, well, did you go to school in the nineteen hundreds? I just went to an Australian state school. Like, that's okay, normal. If, I, if, I, if I got to any other school in the area, I would have had to wear a uniform. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very normal in, 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 in many countries. Anyway, um, didn't have to wear a uniform and it was the, you could muck around. Like, it was such a bludge, honestly. Mm. Like, the jobs that you were given, like, you got one of those fun grabby um, things. You had to go and pick up rubbish around the school. And that was just, like, Classic. fun because all, all you'd end up doing is just, like, chasing each other and trying to nip each other on the ass with it. So, that was mm. always great. But the most fun was what you had to do was empty. You didn't have to empty, empty the actual garbage bins, right? They mm-hmm. they left that for the true professionals because I don't know. I guess a lot can go wrong with a fifteen year old trying to empty a heavy garbage heavy garbage bin. But you did have to empty the recycling bins, right? Which I guess is a lot less potential for. Is there glass know. in those? No, paper, just paper. Yeah, okay. you know, usually. So go around to that. But what I enjoyed because the other thing you had to do in um, uh, year ten was work experience. Right, mm, which is that too? Fourth year. Yeah. So every time anyone was ever on duty, right, doing the janitorial thing, whenever they came into the classroom, I'd be going, "Oh, doing a bit of work experience," hey! and everyone just loved. Like people loved it. Honestly, it was so- reflecting on that. That's kind of a shitty thing to have done, honestly, mm. hey, because kid, maintenance staff and janitorial staff uh, serve a an incredible, incredibly valuable and essential service. And at the age of fifteen, I was I was mocking. It's like people, you know. 
I think that the pandemic really taught us the the value of essential workers and and mm. made people realize just how much of when, like, when, when stuff hits the fan yeah. is supported by you know people that are often looked down on as the little people. Oh, so I saw this thing. And you know, there, Dennis, uh, Dennis, I, I should, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize. I apologize because 15 year old Riley had his head firmly lodged up his own, his own ass and didn't really have a, a, a proper well rounded understanding of, of of these realities of the world. I was like, it's oh, this would be a fun, oh, this would be a fun anecdote. That was actually a very shitty thing to have done. So I apologize. Anyway. I, um, um, I saw a tweet the other day from Adam Conover, who's a guy I, I, I like quite a bit. He's work called Chumor. He did Adam Explains Everything and stuff. And he's talking mm-hmm. about how and this, you, this this advice would have been relevant to me and you, Riley, a couple of years ago, but it's less relevant now. For people who mm-hmm. travel a lot and go to hotels. Oh, yeah. Um, that you nowadays, especially after the pandemic, and a lot of times they'll, gla- they'll blame COVID for it. Mm. they'll say oh we have fewer cleaning staff than we used to yada 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 so we're not going to clean your room every day unless you specifically ask for it basically yeah mm. and um and he's talking about how in the u.s at least um that that is just them trying to cut costs and yeah. fire some cleaning staff yes. and he's like it's counterintuitive but if you want to be helpful to the cleaning staff around the country request cleaning every day because uh number one it's a like it's a dis- it's a disproportionately um uh the the populace of people who are like cleaning staff is disproportionately largely populated by women and people of color for one mm-hmm. and it's also yeah. one of the only widely unionized jobs yeah right yeah. so he's like if you can in the us just reco- let's the US, let's be specific yes. unionism is not the for some reason like widely feared and hated you know movement that it is in many parts of what most of the australian workforce is, is unionized anyway go on, that's go. true yes that's true um but yeah even though it's counterintuitive because I, I i i would be inclined to think oh i don't want to be a bother i'll just make my own bed and exactly do it yeah, once yeah, at yeah. the end or whatever but apparently that's not the thing to do do you know what i always wanted to do know. with because because i yeah i like I'm, i don't care to have my hotel room made up whenever i'm staying there you know don't, I, i'm very in touch with the common man you know when i'm when i'm being flown around to events by a large multinational corporation to work at a frothy you're editing in, this podcast can you when you say very in touch with the common man can you cut right back to the part where you made fun of somebody for being a janitor about oh, three months ago man. can we splice those together <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh man i'm straying very them. close to riley asking to scrap this whole episode so yeah, i need to write this getting, time carefully close. <laughs> anyway um uh, what I always wanted to do was like leave a little note for the cleaning staff and be like, I don't actually want, like when they come in, right? I actually don't want my room clean. If you just want to like hang out say, for 15 say minutes. Say you didn't leave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Say you didn't leave, but like oh, just chill out for a little bit. Oh, say on your phone for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just say, put your feet down, feet up for however long it would take you to clean this room. Like just do that. A buddy that. of mine, uh, Ushie actually met a couple of times uh, and a couple of my friends, other friends have done door-to-door sales. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a very common job when you get right out of college because you know yep. no no guaranteed hours and no minimum pay and yada yada yada. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, and he would go around and um, he was like, and he came back to me after a couple weeks. He was like, Dennis, if anyone ever comes to your door doing door to door sales, first of all, if you're not going to buy a thing, just tell them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Second of all, ask let, ask them if they need to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> And I, oh the, man, otherwise I'm, they're gonna have to find a little alleyway or something, yeah. or like a petrol station or something, yeah, 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 right. And yeah. Uh, so I put this into play, and like a couple weeks later, I was at home. I was at my parents. My parents were out for the day or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, this um, door and I go downstairs, and um, I was, I was about to say, and this young lady, she's probably only a year younger than me at the time, mm. I was like, hi, would you be interested in upgrading your bra brand? And I was like, I'm low with you, not my call. My broad brand, my broad brand is fine. My broad brand is bra bra. My yeah. broad brand couldn't be any broader. I was like, no, bra brand's perfect, and I was like. But do you want to use the bathroom? 
And then I realized that I just invited this woman I'd never met oh, into dear. my home. Oh, wow. Okay, that took a turn. Because I was like, oh, look at you, Dad. Look at exactly the same thing happened. You're like, oh, yeah, what a generous, beautiful offer. And then you've just asked a, yeah, a woman to come right. in. And- to her credit, she, w- she was like, no, I'm f- actually, yeah, that'd be great. Would yeah, that be yeah. okay? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and she came and went upstairs and turned around and left. And she was like, thank you so much. I'm going to yeah. leave now. And I was like, no problem. Not, not here to take oh, your yeah. kidneys. No, there were no strings like, attached. That, that was fine. Like, you know, you, it was uh, that, that, that toilet break. That's on me. That's all good. Yeah, oh, but no, apparently it's a very, very, it, it, it is much appreciated. And from a sample size of one, she was very, very happy that I had last she wanted to use the bathroom. 100%. That's, that's statistically significant, Dennis. I have to say, though, like, I have to say the, you know what I was saying about like giving, trying to give uh, the hotel cleaner staff, like wanting yeah. to, I never actually really enacted it, but wanting to give them a break. I actually did this with a, um, with a door-to-door salesperson, right? You're like, come on in, put your feet up. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I love this. I don't, I don't look like a serial killer anymore. I, I was like, quite. I was trying. To, I was compassionate. Joining the bathroom, you were like, you want to hang out? I didn't go that far, right? But what happened was, um, the so there was a guy who came knocked on the door. He's like, oh, do you want to upgrade your energy plan? I'm like, I've got all the energy I could possibly. Eat. Don't worry about it. Um, and then I think I can't remember how we got onto it, but like I was. I think I was either looking for a job or like was interested in like what the mechanics of the job actually were this like. This is before you. This is before you had your Patreon fueled mansion that you live in right now, right? Mansion is generous, Dennis. Patreon.com slash how to this. Get kicked in some of that money as well. It doesn't have to all go to right. Hey, we're not. We're not. Let's not plug. Let's not sell out completely, Dennis. Come on. Dennis, we don't need to plug the fact that we've got a patron that people can go to and, and you know, <laughs> support us. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. That's not something that we need to talk about actively on the show. That's true. That's probably le- something. Something's are best left unsaid. Yeah, exactly. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut anyway. That, um, that. So I, um, I, I think I was asking this person, just like, you know, how does it go? What's the job like? That sort of stuff. And he's like, ah, oh, it's fine. I mean, you know, what I'll tend to do is like, no one ever buys it. So like, I'll just go through and like knock on as many doors as possible and then just chill and just go back and pretend that it took me a lot longer than it did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So what do you do? He's like, oh, you just sit in a park or something. That's it. It was raining. And I was like, oh, so you're not going to do that today. And uh, yeah, that's right. It was raining. And, I was, and that's why I was like, because I lived in a classic Melbourne share house, and one of the one of the the archetypical things of a Melbourne share house is you have a porch uh, with a couch on it. You've got you've got a porch couch, right? So I was like, if you just want to sit in the couch for like however long, he's like, yeah, cool, <laughs> and just sat. Instantly on the took couch. you up on it. Just took out, took me up on it. Just sat there, and just took like 15, 20 minutes off because otherwise he was just going to sit and park in the rain, right? But I quite like that idea. It's like, I know that no one wants to upgrade their, you know, energy. Obviously, it's not. And if they're doing door-to-door, like, if the product were that good, you wouldn't have to pay. Like, I I don't know. What was O'Sheen selling? Dictionaries? Like, why did... I think he was doing it for um, TV packages. Does it work? It must work. People get paid to do it. Well, like, he, also, he also told me he did it once in a... I'm just telling somebody else's stories now, but that's fine. One time, Riley, when I was working selling door-to-door TV yeah, packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember this. Person. Yeah, I remember this part of your life, yeah. Uh, it was when I was working... He said he was working in a mall, mm. and it was like a... It was in a relatively small town. Mm. And what happened is you get you get a chain reaction effect. Because someone would come in, right? And mm. he'd be like, oh, it's in the... Oh, my name is Mick, Eddie, Eddie. Mick would buy the package with all the sports channels and the big satellite dish, right? Okay. And four days later... So else would be in. What's your name? Sam. And he's like, what are you looking to? And he's like, oh, I'm not sure if I want, like, you know, the big special package. Mm. And then she would go, well, there's a guy here a couple days ago. His name was Mick, actually. He, he, he's he gone for that package and he loves it. And he's like, Mick got the big package. He's like, yeah. And he's like, 
I'll get the big package then Mick thinks he's a big shot. I'll get the, I'll get the, I don't, I don't, do you think he's better than me? He thinks I can't afford that. I'll get the big package. And she was like, now we're, now we're on the gravy train. Ocean found, Ocean found the secret of selling this sort of nonsense in a, in a small town was using the keeping up with the Joneses method. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Who does Mick think he's a big satellite dish on Mick's house? Absolutely not. I can get a big satellite dish. I'm very, very glad I never had to do any of those sales jobs. I think I would have been very bad at them. Uh, but the the jobs that got me through uni were cafe jobs and I was horrendous at them. So I, I, I had enough re- I had enough rejection in my personal life. I was not prepared to go and, and I, I was I was practiced. I was a, a hobbyist re- person of being rejected. Not really didn't want to go professional. Wasn't you ready didn't for want that. To, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. You know, it was, it was more of a uh, it was more of a I wanted I wanted to keep the love of the game, you know. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to turn into a into a job, into a slog, Dennis. Exactly, yeah. Man so, as you know, Dennis, we've moved to Queensland. You have that and you and you and Megan, not you and I. When you say we, we that being you said, and if, I, you Dennis, and I, if you and I had moved to Queensland, we now were Dennis, if you, kitchen if, now. It'd be very if weird you look like, under your seat, you'll find no. If only find what um, a portal to Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, Dennis, I do miss you so much. It's so it's weird because like we're interacting in exactly the same way that we used to when I lived in Glasgow and you and you lived in Dublin. You still live in Dublin, um, but now it's just. The time zone stuff. It's stuff, different. Our, sort of thing. We, I mean, it is weird because we would live very separate lives. We chat, you know, we mm. talk to uh, once twice a week, I guess, mm. on average. Um, but you're just asleep when I'm awake now, and vice versa. Yeah. And that's why, basically, wild. essentially, yeah, it's real rough. And you've gone and got a bloody full time job as well, so we don't. Uh, that's true. Know, I, I, I I get up early now and go to bed earlier. So exactly. before it would have been so okay. Before, like when you started work at four p.m. or whatever, it would have been fine. Anyway. Mm. So it's all downside moving to Queensland. No benefits whatsoever. Um, you know the fact that I get up every morning for some reason at six thirty. Some for, I just I, it's it seems to be something in the water here. Queenslanders just get up early. But you go to bed early, or you just not? I do. Early? I just go to bed at eleven p.m. and I get up at six thirty and I don't know how to stop. Dude, I, I was such an old man today. We're talking about going to bed early. I had yeah. a doctor's appointment and I fell asleep in the doctor's office <laughs> in, <laughs> okay. the, in the waiting room. <laughs> right, mate. All right. And was this, you know, was this about your hip replacement when you went to the doctor? Was yeah, it? I know, yeah. right? I hadn't had dinner, so I was getting snoozy, you know? Um, but no, as I say, Dennis, no upside. It's, you know, 20 something degrees every day. I live five minutes from the beach. It's just, it's terrible, honestly. I, you know, it's, 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 it's I mean, really, that's hard. you know, I miss the, the miserable gray Glasgow days where you didn't see the sun on, for a month. Before, and it don't, was, don't, don't talk too late or you'll wake your Glaswegian girlfriend sleep in the other room. Uh, sleeping peacefully. Yeah, the, Queen, some, the, the Queensland water hasn't quite got to her. Dennis, can I tell you? I love it here. It's, I, I, know I can't. You like, I just, I, I love it, man. Listeners, it's, Riley is one of the most people, people has the most terrifying. Um, you know, people say we all wear a mask as we float through life. Well, Riley's is probably the thickest. I think you could you I think you could be in a horrible grieving moment in your life and you'd still turn it on to talk about some magic cards or commentate some Rainbow Six or some Age of Empires. But peek behind the curtain, folks. Oh, yeah. Your your whole demeanor's changed. Yeah. 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 You're just a happier dude. And I just, I, I, I'm, just really I'm embarrassed by how much of that is probably just because it's warmer. Almost like if you Why were going to make everything else. Well, no, I'm not embarrassed by that. Sorry, I should clarify. You should be embarrassed by that. I'm not embarrassed because, by that, dude. I, I, right. I now am surrounding myself with something that I love, like warm weather and sunshine. That's true. You know? Riley does it's, not cope well with even moderate te- moderate temperatures. Absolutely not. Anything under 20, dude, and I'm having a terrible time. Right now, I got up at 6.30 today. It's already above 20 degrees. I'm in a T-shirt. I'm wearing my golden gay time shorts. They're bright yellow. And yeah, I'm I, I was time. talking to the listeners about this when you were stepped away earlier. Are those shorts or are those bo- just boxers? 
Yeah, shorts. The shorts got golden gate times on them. Famous Australian ice cream. Yeah, love it. Anyway, I don't have. I just don't have to wear long pants anymore, Dennis. I cannot express to you how. When was the last time you wore a long sleeve shirt? Long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Two thousand and eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was it? No, you know what? It would have been wedding? during the last. It would have been during the last broadcast I did. Yeah. For for uh, Wizards of the Coast for Magic. Yeah. I, I just don't wear long sleeves because it's great. And it, and it was like it's it, down in Victoria where I, you know where I was staying with Mum. It's freezing. She got the fire on. She's you know it's raining and miserable and cold because you know they actually have seasons down there. And they don't call the sunshine coast for nothing. That's it, man. Although it is um, <clears throat> a little cloudy today. Anyway, it's been great. The settling in process has been hard work, but the sort of hard work that like is very rewarding and instantly and you're set, you're putting you're setting up things that'll be there for a long time. Exactly, man. You know, I'm, and I, I enjoyed it, like driving into town because you forgot and actually my cable and all that sort of stuff. It's getting a little mm-hmm. tiresome, but, you know, having, you know, I've got the list of all the stuff I've got to do and, and working through all that, that sort of thing has been, it's been, I've, I've actually enjoyed it a lot. Settling settling in for a bit of a longer haul as well, because like when I lived in Germany, when I lived in, in the UK, I was always like, well, I'm not going to be here forever. But like, Dennis, I bought a boxed set of Calvin and Hobbes, which I've always wanted. Ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted every single Calvin and Hobbes book. Hoovering up books, Dad, that you moved down there. I, listen, I, love, I love books, dude. I love books, and I've never been able to buy them because I, I didn't mm. want to have to cart them all home, you know? You know, I've never read Calvin and Hobbes. No, no spoilers. No, no I, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but I'm not going to spoil you. Spoil anything about a <laughs> syndicated daily <laughs> cartoon strip, Dennis. Um,. We've we've given each other a lot of cultural recommendations over mm-hmm. like over our our, our long and, and and bountiful friendship. You in particular are very big on that. You got it. You got to play this. You got to watch this. You got like mm-hmm. uh, Death Loop God, is the classic God, classic example. Dennis was like, Didn't you got to get this game. Like he bought it. He bought it week one full price. It's the sort of game that I was like, I'll buy it half price on a Steam sale and play eventually. Dennis was like, no, no, you got to play it now. It's so good, so good. How's that ending, Dennis? How's that ending a Deathloop that you, uh, that you love? I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know, know if you had forgotten it or not. Anyway, Dennis, very, very seriously, read Calvin and Hobbes. Should I just buy an anthology and just leaf through it? I think it's online. I, I think you can actually just go and, and read it online, but it is... I've not never seen any Calvin and Hobbes comics. I don't wanna, you should I, have I an idea Calvin of what Ball. it's like I know, then. I know like, what Calvin Ball is. I get it. It's, it's, it's funny. It's heartwarming. It's insightful. It's, you know, sad in some... Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's so... It's, it's so, so good. Like, Calvin and Hobbes is so, so good. Really, you should. You should. I, you, I think you would love it, honestly. So, that's, that's right, my... That's my big recommendation to you this week, Dennis, is Recon and Hobbs. But not what I want to talk to you about. I'm not the only person who had to settle into Queensland because, of course, Megan, right? The uh, the Glaswegian. The, you're, you're returning home. She's venturing afield. The, well, it's, you know, it's interesting as well. When we moved from Scotland to Melbourne or to, you know, to Victoria and stayed there and it was big, up, a huge upheaval for Megan, obviously leaving her family mm-hmm. behind. Big, big thing for her. Um, moving to Queensland, not so much. And for me, it's a big thing because, like, I'm uprooting my life from my homestead of Victoria, moving to Queensland. But like, her is just other Australia. Yeah, she's just like it's just other Australia, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't that? Uh, but I tell you what, she's landed on her feet. Like within the week, right? So we got here. What was it? Monday before last. Before the next Monday, Megan not only had a job, right? She just went out and. 
got a job because she's incredibly him, gifted with him, horses. No, 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 no. A reference, for, a reference for just Riley. <laughs> she's, uh, no, she's not. Well, she's on a, a working holiday visa. So, you know, often the, the job that the working holiday visa um, uh, holders will get is they'll go and pick fruit, right? Because it's, it's infinite, infinite work like that in Queensland, right? Um, and the... But what where she she's actually landed right because as I say she's very gifted with horses she's she's now <laughs> my only worry with this job is that she's sort of gone and got a job doing something that is so incredible and something that is sort of a once in a lifetime thing now she's doing every day it might take make the take the shine of the apple Dennis she is a trail guide for beach horse rides so she's she she basically takes people on. Instagram photo opportunities. It's exactly like, which yeah. she's also very into, right? Mm. But like she came home, she told me about that you know the day that she'd had at work, <clears throat> which involved her boss saying, "Oh, can you just gallop down to that other group down there and let them know that we're going to be finishing up?" And so, no, it wasn't just a thing that she did for fun as part of her job. It wasn't just something that she's like, "Oh, I've got an opportunity to do this," you know, like nicking a bit of salami when you're working in the deli, like doing something sneaky like that. No, her sneaky boss instructed her. School. <laughs> her boss instructed her. To gallop down a beach, right? That's cool. Like Taking she up got sand, pretty cool job. Sea. That's it, man. So, so it's all coming up, Megan, because the other thing that she got within a week of arriving here was a car, right? Oh, I saw now, a picture of this on Twitter. Yeah, the secondhand car market is brutal over here, right? Like cars go like that. And case in point, Megan saw last Saturday um, a Toyota Rav Four Blue put up on Facebook Marketplace. We contact mm-hmm. the guy. And we're like, we can come tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Because we know. And he's like, I've already got someone to come along. We'll come before then, right? Because that's how quickly these mm-hmm. cars go, right? Anyway, get up early. Not a problem for me these days, Dennis. Jump in my car. Drive, drive over. <laughs> drive <laughs> to drag her <laughs> to drag her by the ankle into the car. She prop comes her up online like halfway down the road. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, we drove to this guy's place, right? Dennis, do you want to know what story he gave us about the car. Because, you know, there's always a story. You know, they always like, oh, let me tell you about this car. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to have a guess what what story we were told about this car? Is it... Think of all the used car tropes, right? Which one do you think Is it his uncle's car and he's not sure why the plates are missing? (laughs) 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 The direction was a little more more orthodox than that, Dennis. What's the classic used car salesman story? Oh, um, that it's like, oh, it's my granny's car. She only drove it twice and it's in yep. perfect condition. It's got Old three, lady's yeah. car, only drove it down the shops, hardly mm-hmm. done any kilometers, you know, just, a, you know, really didn't really use it. Just that, Before like, that you get there, thing, he's right? got it up on the bricks. He's spinning the wheels backwards <laughs> to drive the speedometer. <laughs> like sawdust in the, sawdust in the, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the glove box. That's not going to help. In the gear that's box. A, that's a fun prank for all the family. <laughs> sawdust in the glove box. Sawdust in the glove box, you know, really one of those. You got to, it's one of those used car salesman tricks you got to look out for. No, no, we got there and he gave us the whole yeah it was just you know it's my mum's car she did hardly ever drove it that sort of stuff and i'm thinking all right mate Mm -hmm. all right mate pull the other one because it's got bells on so i had googled like a list of things to look at with a used car and i'm going around pretending to be an expert checking under for rust damage particularly near the coast right looking at the tire tread checking the alignment of the panels to see if there'd been any serious uh, serious collision damage that was trying to, you know checking if it was on record as having been stolen if there was uh, any I forgot what it's called if they've got a clear title you know well, they did, you flip open the boot and there's just a corpse in there like well that wasn't on the list well that's not on the list I don't have a problem with that 
But checking things like looking under the steering wheel cover to see how much wear and tear is on that, checking for sun damage and paint on and, and paint Yeesh. work and that sort of thing, right? I, 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 I made it look like I knew what I was talking about, right? But he gave us, I mean, he seemed like a, he seemed like a nice enough bloke, but I tell you what, he had his story and he was sticking to it, talking about how he's got it for his mum, you know, beautiful car to raise, the, to build the confidence because, you know, it's mm-hmm. a bit big, he can sit up high, she's a very short lady, she, you can sort of see the road, that sort of stuff. But again, didn't really use it that much. We're getting rid of it because, you know, she's, she's getting old and doesn't really drive around that much. Took it on a test drive, all seemed good, seemed to be in great nick. Old car, obviously, you know, got a fair few clicks on the, on the dash, but not too bad. We come back, he offers a very reasonable price for it. And I say, I'm giving Megan, I think we, I think we go for this one. And he's like, no worries, come inside, we'll sign the paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously his story had worked. We're going like, all right. Hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. And if he's got us, he's got us. He's offered it at a price that was all like pushing suspiciously cheap, to be honest. So I'm thinking, well, if we've been done here, we've been done. No worries. But old lady, the story, it worked. Dennis, imagine my surprise when we went inside and he was able to produce the old lady, right? <laughs> the center of this story. He had receipts. He had receipts, Dennis. He'd spun us this story about his mum, how she's, you know, four foot tall and only drove to the supermarket, all this mm. other sort of stuff like that. Came inside, had the logbook with the fact that it hadn't done these kilometers, you know, it hadn't been driven all that much. And then called through his mum from the lounge room to sign the paperwork. Nice pitcher of lemonade. Here she comes. <laughs> Oh, hello, That's boys. So oh, you just spelled by in the car, eh? Okay. She was lovely. And I was, because I was there. That's going, wild. All right, mate. Yep. You okay, should have sure. that. There should have been a picture of her with the car. I guess you said that if the market's super hot, he doesn't need it. But generally speaking, she should have been on the hood of that bad boy like a white snake. <laughs> draped <just> over like, it. <laughs> dra- yeah. Draped over it with her shopping bag, being like, this is all I do with this car. I just couldn't believe it because it's, 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 it's just one of those things. It's like, um, it's a trope, right? Like, it's one of those. Right, yeah. It's one of those dumb jokes you make. It's almost like up there with kind of like airline food as this like overplayed, oh, yep, used car salesman, old lady, drove it at the shops twice a week, whatever else like that. Speaking of- Being able to produce the old lady, Dennis, what a coup de grace. Speaking of car tropes, um, and we talked about we talked a couple weeks ago about national car test here. And uh, Nikki's car is due for its NCT tomorrow morning, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. She went to take it into the shop, right? Because it's very common to do like a checkup before you do your NCT to make sure you pass the NCT, essentially, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Do a bit of revision. Do a bit of training. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a tutor. It's a like grinds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gets, gets in there. And I think it was the change oil light was on. Okay. And they're like, oh, but your oil's fine. Mm. That's weird. Must just be something wrong with a sensor. Happens sometimes. Swap it in. Swap it mm. in for you. No problem. And he's like, cool. Halfway home. Bloop. Change oil light. She's like, oh, okay. Well, I suppose I'll take it back to the mm. same shop. Mm-hmm. And she took it back this morning. And they were like, and the NCT is tomorrow at 8 a.m. So it's nine hours from time of recording or less now. Takes it back this morning. They're like, oh, weird. Oh, change the wrong sensor. Our bad. We have to order another one. No problem. Get it in. Car is ready to pick up at 6 p.m. Oh, sorry, car is ready to pick up at 5.50. Garage closed at 6 p.m. Okay. Nikki goes there at 5.50 today, gets in the car. They're like, all good. Slap it, slap on top of the roof of the car. You're good to go. Nikki you fit drives so many oil, faulty oil centers into this bad boy. Drives off halfway home. Boodaloo. No way, dude. Garage is closed. So they didn't think to change the oil? No, no, no. Uh, no, no the oil's fine. Like, well, it's definitely, we'll, we'll, change, we'll change the sensor. We'll change the sensor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't be that. So but she, I was like, oh, why don't you take it back in the morning? She's like, well, my NCT is at 8. And I was like, when's the garage open? She was like, 8.30. I was like, mm. 
<laughs> so the plan is to take it. She doesn't drive a DeLorean, does she? She can't fix no, this problem, no. No, no, no. The plan is to take it and hope it doesn't come on during the NCT. Because the car is fine. The mechanic said, like, she could have gotten, if she'd known there was a case, you can get a note from the mechanic being like, hey, this is faulty, visual only, yeah, not a real yeah, thing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't have that. So the plan is just to hope that it doesn't come on during the NCT. Man, she's got to do what I used to do when I was a kid when I didn't want, like, if I had a, um, you know, back on dial-up internet on my four gigabyte HDD uh, laptop, right? That Sidebar, was... you know, you know the dial-up internet sound. The yeah, 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 yeah. I always thought there's a bit, there's a bit in that class dial-up sound that goes, and then it goes. Yeah, did you agree with that? It's a slightly up pitch. Yes. I always thought that sounded like a football crowd, like cheering. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one is just they get uh, the, 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 everyone else joins in. <laughs> they score a goal. A little, a, yeah, I created a little football man in my modem. I always thought that was what that was. Oh, dude, what fun, Dennis? That's fun. I know. Oh, just didn't you have fun? Didn't you used to have fun, Dennis? While waiting to play Animaniacs online, paintball online. Yeah, I did. So whenever I needed, to, if I wanted to download, you know, a, anything that wasn't a JPEG. Well, uh, Australia you know, as well. So you, you, have to, you have to write to your local, your local, your local <laughs> minister and be like, "Please, sir, could you yeah. could you send me this JPEG?" And I have to type in the ones and O's exactly. Now, if I wanted to download, you know, something off LimeWire, right? If I wanted to download Green Day's "American Idiot" off of LimeWire or, or something, or or the real tech, which is downloading LimeWire Pro using LimeWire, using LimeWire, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I would have to leave it on overnight, right? But obviously, my mm. parents wouldn't like that. They wouldn't want something like that being left on overnight. So well, what nowadays, I do, your mom doesn't leave the internet on night overall anyway because it cooks your brain right no okay all right listen you mum's copped a lot of i'm gonna I tell you what if you ever meet her before this i'm gonna play all these bits to her so you'll get a very frosty reception dennis anyway, um no no so the computer you know if they'd seen the laptop had been on so what i used to do was get a little bit of blue tack right and put it over the power light so when the, when dad turned the lights out in the office or whatever else like that there wasn't a blinking it, yeah. you know like that that's what nikki needs to do Get a bit of Sharpie, right? Get a Sharpie and just color over the uh, the Sharpie, Sharpie, no good. Whiteboard marker. Why whiteboard marker, marker, right? Because you wipe it off. Because you wipe it off once the once the NC double T is finished or whatever it's called. Very good. How good's Very that, good. man? Uh, solutions I'll, in my business, I'll Dennis. I'm here I'll for recommend you. that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, I have to say, Dennis, plenty more Queensland stories coming. I got so much to talk about, but I. This isn't a particularly funny or or interesting or entertaining bit, but I just love living here, man. I, I, I'm not joking when I say Riley has, Riley's eyes have come online as a human being since he moved back home. And I was worried, dude. Mm. I talked about it. I said I, yeah. I was worried you'd go home and you would just be... There's an SNL sketch uh, with Adam Sandler in it where he talks about going on vacation. He's like, if you're sad at home mm. you'll be the same sad you again just in Italy this time. And I was I worried that that was what would happen. That's well, First of all, that's not true. That's just absolutely not true. Like a change, the change is good as a holiday, and a holiday is even better than a holiday. Mm. That doesn't make sense. The point is, coming home has completely, completely reinvigorated me. And like, yeah, being at the, with the sun and the sea and the surf. Well, and you can you, how, if if you were to drop your headphones right now and start sprinting, how long before you're in the ocean? Yeah, if 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 I had to speed run, just wetting myself with salt water from mm-hmm. here inside of three minutes. Your fancy fridge doesn't have a saltwater setting? Oh, never mind. Oh, Patreon right, okay. Well, we'll t- look forward to the fancy <laughs> fridge story next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you then. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you can head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.